millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Fearful, the podcast that takes you on a thrilling journey through the world of mysteries, paranormal phenomena, and all things terrifying. We will explore eerie tales of haunted places, unsolved crime, inexplicable events, and supernatural encounters. So embrace the fear and unravel the mysteries that lie beyond. My name is Jacko, and this is Fearful. I find the history of the human race one of the most fascinating things. There are so many peculiar oddities in this world that are far beyond comprehension. Yet, somehow humans have puppeteered their civilizations over the years, leaving a lasting impression. One that bewilders beyond the deepest paranormal mysteries. If I could only take a slice of the human brain to exhume, perhaps, some answers, or even just some behaviors, I think I might be satisfied. Yet alas, I am stuck trying to find the answers of the riddled past of the human mortals. Even you. A product of your own species cannot answer your own mysteries. How were the pyramids built? Who built Stonehenge? What was the true nature and story of Jesus Christ? Many claim to have answers, but proof can never be provided to accompany such claims. And do you know why? It is because humans cannot help but to lie. They lie so frequently that things become lost in time with the truth faded away. That and this terrible habit of destroying each other and erasing texts, documentations, and history all alike. But nevertheless, your history is a mystery and unraveling it intrigues me. But I will set aside my own thoughts and my own feelings for the story of Lake Rupkund. That is the story at hand, and I would very much like to share it with you today. It starts in the frosty winter of 1942, nestled by the edge of a lake high in the Himalaya mountains. 
a forest ranger stumbled upon a mysterious sight that sent shivers down his spine. He had embarked on a trail, one where he was greeted by an enchanting journey that winds through the dense forest, gradually ascending beyond the tree line to a breathtaking elevation of eleven and a half thousand feet. As the path unfolds, it reveals meadows adorned with a riot of flowers, creating a vibrant tapestry against the backdrop of the north, where a colossal wall of Himalayan peaks stretches majestically, some standing as sentinels among the highest in the world. Continuing the ascent, the route traverses steep ridgelines, leading explorers past an ancient stone shrine adorned with bronze bells and a trident. Within the shrine rests a statue of the revered elephant deity Ganesha, a guardian presiding over the mystical landscape. At a staggering 15,000 feet, the trail conquers a pass, guiding hikers through a series of challenging switchbacks, paving the way to the elusive Lake Rupkin. Nestled like a precious gem in a cradle of rock and ice, Rupkin unfolds itself at an elevation where the air is thin and the landscape is both raw and majestic. The lake spans about 130 feet wide and reaches a depth of only about 10 feet. It presents an emerald hue that captivates the hearts of those fortunate enough to stand on its shores. Here, surrounded by the grandeur of the Himalayans, Lake Rupkund awaits. But the sight of this majestic landscape and water would not be the only sight that awaited for this ranger. It was within the small window of time this year when the snow began to melt away and reveal the secrets of its past. As the snow disappeared and spread across the landscape, it revealed hundreds of human bones and skulls, some still adorned with patches of flesh. As the summer sun thawed the ice, more remains emerged, visible through the crystal-clear waters scattered across the lake's bottom. Lake Rupkund sat proudly at an altitude surpassing this 16,000 feet, and it required a challenging five-day trek away from any human civilization. It was cradled within a mountain, surrounded by imposing snowfields and a buffet of relentless storms. This revelation of the strewn human remains came in the midst of the chaos of the Second World War. British officials in India initially feared the possibility of stumbling upon the remains of Japanese soldiers, suggesting a covert invasion. However, the age of the bones swiftly dispelled this notion. Questions began to swirl in the minds of those who came across this eerie scene. Why were these people in the mountains, and what events led to their demise? 
fast forward to 1956, where the Anthropological Survey of India, based in Calcutta, decided to unravel the mysteries concealed in the bones of Lake Rupkund. The first expedition, driven by curiosity, had to brave a relentless snowstorm, ultimately forcing them to retreat. However, their determination prevailed and two months later, another expedition successfully reached the lake. Returning to Calcutta with skeletal remains, for further investigation. The application of carbon dating, an innovative yet unreliable technique at the time, suggested that these bones had weathered the passage of time for 500 to 800 years. Lake Rupkund sparked speculation and tales of what really happened that danced like shadows on its icy surface. Some believed it to be sacred ground where holy men made a spiritual trek to reach the site and chose a ritual suicide, while others pondered if the bones belonged to a doomed detachment of soldiers from a 13th century army dispatched by the Sultan of Delhi in a misguided attempt to invade Tibet. Another tale suggests the possibility of lost Tibet-bound traders. Perhaps it was a consecrated space, a burial ground, an open-air cemetery, or even a dumping ground for victims of an ancient epidemic. In the villages nestled below Rupkund, a different narrative echoed through generations, woven into folk songs and stories. These villages marked a crucial point along a pilgrimage route in respect to Nada Devi, a divine embodiment of Parvati, a supreme goddess in Hinduism. The pilgrimage traced its way through the foothills where locals believed the goddess dwelled in her divine consort, Shiva. Regarded as one of India's longest and most treacherous pilgrimages, a particularly hazardous stretch traversed a ridge high above Rupkund. According to the villagers' old tradition, Nanda Devi's saga unfolded in a distant kingdom where she faced disrespect from the ruling king and queen. Enraged, she unleashed a torrent of drought, disaster, and infestation of maggots in the kingdom's milk and rice. To appease the ferocious goddess, the royal couple embarked on the pilgrimage. However, the king, known for his love of the earthly pleasures, defied traditions of the journey. He brought along dancers and musicians for entertainment purposes. Nanda Devi, offended by this display, cast the dancing girls into the underworld, leaving visible pits high upon the mountainside. Subsequently, she summoned a blizzard of hail and whirlwinds, sweeping all the pilgrims in a treacherous path of death into the depths of Rupkund. The scattered skeletons 
scattered like warnings, served as a stark reminder to those who dared disrespect the powerful goddess. Since its discovery, the lake became a popular destination in the trekking community, and the site has been since ruined. Bones have been stolen, others have been rearranged in patterns or in piles. Almost none of the skeletons were left intact, and it is impossible to tell which bones belonged together or where they had originally lain. Nature had added to the confusion, churning and fracturing the bones with rock slides and avalanches alike. But a recent landslide had exposed a cache of fresh bones and artifacts. Under a slab of rock, a team found the remains of a woman, bent double. The body was intact and still, in fact, had skin and flesh attached. The scientists removed tissue samples for testing, shot video, and collected bones and artifacts. Scientific analysis swiftly discounted most of the prevailing theories. These were not the remains of a lost army. The bones were from men, women, and children. Aside from a single lion spearhead, no weapons were found among them, and there were no traces of horses. The bones showed no evidence of battle, ritual suicide, murder, or epidemic disease. Nor was Rupkin the cemetery. Most of the individuals were there, and were healthy, and between the ages of 18 to 35 years old. Meanwhile, the team's geographic analysis laid to rest the idea of traders lost in the mountains, establishing that no trade route between India and Tibet had ever existed in the area. Besides, no trade goods or beasts of burden were found with the bodies. Artifacts retrieved include dozens of leather slippers, pieces of parcel made of bamboo and birch bark, and bangles made from seashells and glass. The dead, it appeared, were most likely pilgrims. DNA analysis showed that all the victims appeared to have a genetic makeup typical of South Asian origin. Bone and tissue samples were sent to Oxford University for carbon dating, the new dates far more accurate than the ones of 1956. Tom Higgum, who performed the analysis, concluded that the victims had perished in a single event and had, quote, died instantaneously within hours of one another. The investigation also revealed that three, or possibly four, skulls had compression fractures on the crown that had probably occurred at the time of death. Quote, It is not a weapon injury, but came from a blow from a blunt and round, heavy object. Funny enough, this stretch of the Himalaya mountains are notorious for hailstorms, which destroy crops and damage property. 
the team concluded that around the year 800 AD, a group of pilgrims were caught in a storm on the exposed ridge above Rupkund and were pummeled to death by giant hailstones. Over the years, landslides and avalanches had rolled the bodies down to the steep slopes in the lake and the surrounding areas. The mystery of Rupkund appeared to be solved. But in 2019, baffling results of a new study conducted by 16 research institutions across three continents shed some light on this case. Genetic analysis and new carbon dating revealed a significant proportion of the Rupkin remains belonged to people from somewhere in the eastern Mediterranean, and that they had perished on the lake only a couple of centuries ago. Studies tested a variety of bones and DNA. Sequencing showed the ancestry of the victims and whether they were related to one another, and carbon dating would estimate when they died. They found approximately three different groups of people. The Rupkin Group A individuals probably died in three or possibly four incidences between 700 and 950 AD. Rupkin Group B, from the Mediterranean, likely perished in a single event a thousand years later. Then, there was one lone person of Southeast Asian ancestry. This lone person, or Group C, had died around the same time as Group B. This means there were more than one group of people who traveled to this location and had died hundreds of years apart from one another, people who traveled a very long way to get to this location. Studies persist upon the bones of Lake Rupkund, yet no answers have truly come to surface. The once explained outcome of a severe hailstorm leaving everyone to their death on the freezing cold slopes seems a lot more implausible now with the new evidence at hand. But how did they die is not the only question remaining in the minds of many. Why they were there in the first place is a question that has left people from around the world stumped. It seems the people in Group B, at the very least, had traveled a long way to reach this specific location. And for what reason? We do not know. And we may never know. The people who lost their lives at Lake Rupkund, no matter the year, no matter the reason, seem to have taken their secret to the cold grave.